0: Welcome back to the Jasmine Star Show. I'm thankful you're here, and I'm thankful we have the opportunity to chat. In today's episode, we're going to be focusing on a coaching session I had with Social Curator members. This one is unique because the questions were more focused around business beliefs. You know, like business beliefs are things that we believe are fact, and then we let that limit us or make us think that we're lucky or maybe... Just maybe give the impression that some of us are destined for greatness where others are not. Friend, you are listening to this message right now because you need to hear me say one really important thing at this moment. Your thoughts are powerful, but your mind is stronger. If you know how to leverage it in the right way, I can give you all the tactical business strategies in the world, and I try my best to do that. But if your mindset isn't in the right place, none of it's going to work. In this session, you'll hear me answer these curators' questions around money, around mindset, about tips for reducing overwhelm, how to keep yourself motivated when people aren't engaging with you on social media, and more. I can't wait to let you in on this conversation. So without a further introduction, here it is.
1: Hello, my name is Macy Gilson. I am a disability advocate and children's author and I provide resources and support for parents of special needs children and I also teach parents of typically developing children how to interact from those who are different from them.
0: I love it, Macy. I'm so happy you're here. And you're a very familiar face. We have chatted on the inside of the social curator group before. So, girl, welcome back.
1: Thank you. That was my first week and it was amazing.
0: Oh, wait. So, when we first chatted, that was your first week as a curator? Yes. Wow. Yes. Talk about buckling in on a wild ride. I'm so happy. Uh, oh, me too. I'm happy you're here. Okay. So, how can I serve you?
1: So, I need help with what I as my in-between moments. So I feel that every time I announce something, whether it's a new product, it's the release of my book, something like that, there's a lot of excitement. There's a lot of hype and people that seem interested. And then it just drastically dies down until the next big thing that's announced. And so I have a hard time keeping up kind of a buzz going when I'm not necessarily bringing in something new. Um, So I just need help keeping a steady pace instead of of ups and downs of when I announce something and when I'm not.
0: Okay. So this will go back and probably, if you've been around the block with me for a minute, you will probably hear me say again and again, it is always content. It is content. It is content. It is content. And I know based on previous conversations, you are an author. And so let me get a little clarity. You are saying when something new comes out, are you referring to a book? Are you referring, like, what are you referring to specifically?
1: Well, I hope for the book. The first book was um, just published last month, but I hope for it to be a series. So eventually it will be more books. Right now, it's more products, a new Instagram TV series, something like that.
0: That's absolutely fantastic. And all of those things should really point back to how you monetize. And how you're monetizing right now is by way of the book. Do I understand that correctly?
1: Correct. And, this,
0: and a shop. Perfect. What is in the shop?
1: The shop has disability related products, um, bookmarks, keychains, candles.
0: Ah, that's fantastic. So the beauty about having an e-commerce is that, you know, big massive air quotes is you make money when you sleep, right? Cause we all know we don't right. really make money when you sleep because a lot of energy that goes time into that. But because you have a store, the only thing you want to do is create content that puts you in front of people. And content that puts you in front of people around the thing that you are uniquely qualified to sell, AKA your insights and your advice for parents with children of disabilities, as well as parents to teach their children how to interact with other children with disabilities. All you have to do on a consistent basis is create content, on how to empower parents to talk to their children about disabilities. And I say all you have to do as if it's like a pill that you take, that's the hard work. And that's the work that very few people do because what happens is as an author, I'm just going to guess, and you could tell me how right or wrong I am as an author. What you wish happens is you write a book and you sell a bunch. And then about two weeks later, all the parents who bought the book are telling their friends to buy the book. And then you see another wave and those friends are telling their friends to buy the book. And so what we want to see is every 10 business days, a cycle of people buying books. That's what we wish would happen. But by and large, People who are happy with a product or a service or a business tell one to two people and people who are unhappy with a product or service tell somewhere between seven to 10 people. So we know that your books are amazing probably for every person who buys them, they're telling one to two other people, whether or not those one to two other people will actually transact by way of a recommendation. We don't actually know. We just know that they're being told. So your objective isn't to get referrals. Your objective is to be the consultant. Your objective is to be the authority. And the only way you do that is through content.
1: Yeah. And I think what's hard for me is that, I'm obviously very passionate about disability awareness, um, and now I'm devoting my life's work to it, and I know I can't force other people to care about it like I do, but I feel that I have a responsibility to make them aware, and sometimes I get stuck in this rut of I'm saying the same thing over and over and over, and the same five people seem to be interested, but how do I bring in other people? And especially with disability awareness, I think so often people come my website or stumble upon my Instagram something like that and they think oh I don't have a child with special needs I don't need what Macy's offering when really those parents already know how to treat people with disabilities I need those parents of typically developing kids to come in and I just have a hard time grabbing them and making them aware
0: so I'm going to say this and I don't know why I feel so compelled to say it in this specific way. Cause I don't know how it's going to land with you is that, you know, the biggest hurdle and the hurdle is people self-identify or disqualify content. It is so common for a mom to be hearing this and say, I don't have a child with disabilities. So therefore Macy's content doesn't appeal to me. If you know that, and I heard that, and that was like, boom, truth with a capital T. If you know that, then you have to pivot the way that you're creating content. And I don't know how this is going to feel for you, but you're going to be creating content for parents of children period. And you could then niche that down. Behavioral content, social content, routine content. And then in every piece of that content for, forgive me for not knowing the right words. If we're identifying children with disabilities, how how then do we identify children who don't have disabilities? Just say neurotypical, typically developing. Perfect. Okay. Typically developing. So you're going to be creating content for typically developing children. And in every single piece of content, you then say, As a specialist for engaging with children with disabilities and their parents, this is one thing that you can add. So if you're talking about behavioral, you add one thing. If you talk about structure, well, children for typically developing children, it goes like this, but for children with disabilities, there's then this. And every time you point back to that, you're pointing back to because you've said the same thing over and over and over again, you could be pointing back to previous articles that go in deep talking about how parents can engage with children with disabilities and their children engage with disabilities. So it's going to be a shift in the. The content you're creating but every time you're baking in your biggest point of differentiation which is your life's works empowering children how to engage with other children with disabilities and empower their children how to teach their children how to engage with children with disabilities
1: that's so good and i feel like now i feel like i i don't have to reinvent the wheel with like right. we've talked about cerebral palsy we've talked about spider right. bifida now we can just talk about behavior social skills like all those things you mentioned that i have knowledge in i just haven't thought to spin it in a way for typically developing kids.
0: Now, here's the thing. Half of the human population is female. I actually think it's 51% last I read, but half of the human population is female. And then we could generally assess that half of the half are of childbearing years. And then half of those half possibly are people who are active on social media who have children. Now a very, very, very small percentage of those people have children with disabilities. So even if they are telling other people, it's in very small proportions, your target, like your market just went from one to 100 by creating the content. Now here's the thing. Maybe there's a million other women who are devoting their life's work to behavior concepts for children, structural concepts for children. So then you say, "Oh, but how do I stick out?" You stick out by your your red feather. Like that's a Dumbo reference. Do you guys ever remember Does anybody remember Dumbo? Like he holds the red feather and he believes he could fly because of the red feather, but he already knew he could fly. Your red feather is the fact that you have insights to behavior from an entirely different perspective. You're creating the base of your content and then you're sprinkling in your red feather content. That is going to how you're going to get other people who have typically developing children who have friends with children's disabilities. That's how the referrals are going to come in at a much bigger way.
1: It's so good. That's brilliant. And I just would have never put two and two together.
0: Well, I didn't put two and two together until we actually got the wheels on the bus and then it came to me. But I just think that you presenting this as opening the eyes and doors for so many other people who are doing big, big work in the world. So I want to say thank you for sharing your story and you know, in social curator, we're all about taking the action. So I'm going to ask what action are you going to take in the next four weeks to empower you to create content for a different market?
1: I'm going to get back on my content planning schedule and I'm going to relook at my nine categories and figure out how I can kind of rework the categories I have, um, whether that be introducing new stuff or kind of switching stuff around um, to increase my audience.
0: I love this. So for people who are not in the, know, people who ain't the cool kids on the block, when Macy just referred to the nine categories, this is what we preach on the inside of social curator. In order for us to be strategic and save time, we have to know what we're talking about. And this is how Macy has positioned herself as an authority, as the go-to resource to empower parents on how to parent children, with disabilities. Now, Macy's starting all over again and she's not backing down. She's showing up because she has a strategy and she's not going to get overwhelmed because she has her nine categories. We're going to rinse and repeat the methodology that got us here so that it can get us to the next page. Queen, how do people find your awesomeness? I will be the first to be getting a book for Luna. I said this the first time we met. And at that time you're like, I'm going to launch a book and look at you queen. You've launched your book. And I'm like, I'm going to be a customer. And I'm going to tell, look at me the platform. You know how I said one person, one happy person tells one to two people. We're going to tell, a little bit more than one to two people on this podcast so how do people find you you are a queen I actually just sent you and Luna the book
1: yesterday
0: so it's in the mail okay but okay but I have to buy something else I got to contribute to this like so still I hope you have a, okay so actually let's totally turn something off here like a little bit because we were about to close this up but I just cannot because there's another business lesson in the packaging speaking of the packaging did you include in the packaging any sort of way for people to follow you on social media?
1: I sure did. I okay. Put, um, a link to the bio or to my website, the Etsy shop. I got it all in there.
0: Okay, thank, thank you, Queen, because I I need to know who to tag and I need to know who to <laughs> recommend to. Okay, so how do people find you?
1: I am at Macy M A C Y. Dot Gilson G I L S O N.
0: I appreciate you. Keep making magic in the world.
1: Thank you. Um, hi, my name is
2: Hannah Woolman, and uh, we own a coffee business called Parable Coffee Co. Uh, We roast direct farm source coffees. We're all about specialty coffee, so we're kind of targeting the specialty coffee lovers. Anybody who is passionate about coffee, that's just what we love to do. And we uh, sell online, stores, restaurants, um, yeah, and we do a few um, events as well. So we are also catered to weddings, um, basically anything you can think of.
0: Well, I just have to say you're talking to the right girl. Like my eyebrows just went right up into my hairline. I was like, really? Okay. Do tell we are the people who spend absurd. It's disgusting. Like I'm like, Oh, this two ounce bag of coffee beans, $47. I must try it. So let's welcome home. Okay. What is your question?
2: So my question is, um, how do you keep your motivation when people are not engaging with you? On social media. So I was like in social career, I'm always trying to, I used to obsess more about the likes, you know? And, but then I was like, okay, it's more about the comments. I want to be engaging with people. I want people to talk back to me, but they're not really talking back to me. It's very rare when I get comments. So I'm just trying to figure
0: out, okay, what, what do I need to change here? So can I ask a question of, you said it's you and your husband who run the business?
2: Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's actually my dad.
0: Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Wow. You know, I. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Hannah. Thank you. Thank you. So, you and your dad. Okay. So, have you experimented in the past? You know, in social career, do we talk about posting um, pictures of yourself or you talk about your why, you talk about about me. Have you experimented with posting pictures of you and then you and your dad?
2: I have done introduction posts, like I um, post picture myself. I have done some of my dad, who was our roaster. I haven't done a whole lot of people pictures which is probably which is something I'm trying to implement more Cause obviously they do a lot better.
0: So you've noticed, so I guess my question is of the pictures that you've posted of yourself and, or or your dad, have you noticed like an uptick in engagement as a result of those photos?
2: Yes. Yes. People do like seeing the people. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And the photos that you're posting on the daily, those are of coffee cups, coffee beans, uh, roasters, things of that nature. Am I assuming correctly?
2: Yes, I am. Um, I do drinks and I try to do brewing tips, like what you can do to better brew, um, behind the scenes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: So that's, that's it. That's just it is if we are only posting photos of just items, like just a cup of coffee and just the beans, it's really cool as filler, but the magic becomes when human to human are being social on social media. Now I know that that gets super hard because you're just like, number one, it's not a personal account and I'm not trying to be the face of the coffee roasting company. I get that. So then you have to say what then would be the next level of connecting with people via photo. And you said that you sell in stores and coffee shops and D2C direct to consumer, correct?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yes, we do.
0: Then the next best thing would be for you to create content sourced from the coffee shops that are serving your coffee. So let's just say, I'm going to use a sample coffee shop here in Newport beach. It's called kit coffee. Let's say kit does a run a month run of your coffee beans. Then what you would do is once the salesman finalized, and once they have been using your beans as part of their espresso, you could go to kit coffee, DM them and say, can I use one of your photos? And it's going to be the barista. It's going to be, um, a shot of the overview coffee shop. It'll be people waiting in line for their coffee, humans in photos, change engagement period. And you don't have to put all the pressure on yourself to source that number two. Do you have a hashtag for your business?
2: Uh, yes. Uh, just parable coffee co. Um, I've been trying to do that on my posts, but I haven't really I've only seen one or two people use it, but I am trying to implement that.
0: Hey, one or two people. We're going to clap up those one or two people. Now, when you do D2C, when you do direct to consumer, are you putting in any sort of collateral that informs them how or where they could be posting on social with their coffee?
2: Yes, we do give them um, direction to our Facebook and Instagram
0: accounts. Um, Perfect. Well, then that number one, use that because what I want you to really focus on is user generated content. That's UGC. That's going to be a game changer in your business because when you have users creating content for your account, it takes the pressure off you having to be like, I got to go shoot some more photos. I got to pull some coffee photos from social curator. That's a lot to bear and it kind of stifles creativity. So when you teach people how to post about you, so when you, as part of your card, if you're just saying, find us on Facebook, find us on Instagram it's not enough. We want a very clear call to action. Imagine if you used one of the social curator caption templates, you know how we follow the H I C formula Hick insights, call to action. So hook you can have on the card. Can I tell you a brewing secret? Then we go to insights, uh, keep your beans cool. Number two, ground only what you're going to use in that moment. Three, Tag your cup of coffee on social media and then there's are sub points. Don't know how to post number one, take a picture. Number two, tag us at parable coffee co number three, add the hashtag. So you have a chance to be a peer on our Instagram account. You've just explained exactly what you want them to do. I definitely think that you're going to see a shift in how people are producing content when they know that they have the chance of being featured on another account. So number one, you're going to look for UGC user generated content from your own shoppers. As long as they have clear directions, number two, you're going to make a list of all the coffee shops that are carrying, carrying parable coffee. And then once you know that they're actually using it or featuring it, you can reach out to them and say, hey, I'd like to feature a few photos of your coffee shop on our Instagram account and say that you're carrying it. Is that okay? Nine nine times out of 10, they're going to say, yes, they are. And then what you're going to do is you're going to want to look at any small grocers. You said they carry in grocery stores. Well, I live in Newport Beach. I don't know if I can get Parable Coffee in Whole Foods where I live. So you're gonna wanna think, what small grocers have our product? And then if that grocery store Has a social media account, you're gonna do the same thing that you do the coffee shop. Hey, and then if they have like some sort of like holiday, you know, holiday setup for Thanksgiving, and it's not showing coffee, you could say, "I love this holiday setup from small grocer town X where they carry our coffee. If you're in town, pass by their pumpkin display and pick up our coffee." Like you're just pulling, sourcing people photos from other people creating it, and finding a way to insert yourself into that conversation. And lastly, if we really want people using hashtags, you have to make the hashtag cool. And I hate talking like this because it really is the not so glamorous side of social media, but people by nature, there are a small group of people who are leaders and creators and thought leaders and a large amount of people who follow what is currently being done. So I would heavily recommend that you make a list of people who are coffee drinkers who have a social following and you create them a little love gift from parable nine out of 10 that you send for free will not do a post about it. That's just, that's just how it works unless you're going to pay them. However, the one that does, if he or she creates a post and tags you in it, you hit the, you hit the gold mine. That's worth way more than the cost of shipping the bag of beans. Number two, if they post a story, awesome. You're going to repurpose the story and then you're going to save that story to your highlights. And then you're going to screen record that story so that you can later, two months later, share the story all over again from your account, even though it has disappeared from another person's account. And then when that person uses Parable Coffee Co., hashtag Parable Coffee Co., when somebody who's like, Oh, I want to see who's using this hashtag goes. And they see like, Oh, you know, Jennifer X with 20,000 followers use parable coffee, hashtag parable coffee, go, then I'm going to use it too. That's the way it works. That was a lot. That was a lot, Hannah. I'm sorry. I just fire hosed you girl.
2: No, I appreciate it. Thank you. I really, I needed that.
0: Is there anything else that it can help? Or do you feel like you have a clear plan of what you need to execute on?
2: I think we're getting there, but I did. I was wondering too, though. Um, If my engagement has not been very, very up lately, how would that be if I did like a post from stores like they're carrying our coffee, go check them out or something? How do you think people would react for the first time?
0: We don't know until we test it. And then number two, I really want to hone in again, that if you're repurposing photos from stores, make sure that people are in it. So I am a hundred percent just test your audience will speak to you, your audience will speak to you. So if we have already tested that photos without people aren't doing so hot, which it's not just you, Hannah, that's it period photos with people in it perform 64% better than photos that don't have people in it. So that alone, so it's not what your content. So what we then need to choose is if you're going to self-select images from another other account, make sure that they're including a lifestyle component reactions, people looking directly to camera. All of that really does make a difference.
2: Okay. Awesome. Thank you.
0: Okay. So one more time for the people in the back, how can coffee lovers around the world find Hannah and her father's coffee business?
2: Um, on Instagram it's at parable coffee co and on Facebook, it's just parable coffee co as well. So
0: yeah, thank you.
3: Thank you so much. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, my name is Susanna Zacco, and I own a fitness studio for women by women. And it is with the perk of no creepers staring at you while you work out. That's amazing. I'm happy you're here. How can I serve you? So I have the problem of overwhelm um, because I- Okay, hold on, hold
0: on, hold on, hold on. Okay, you can't even get the question out. You can't get the question out. Here I am jumping in. So how about we start it- <laughs> with changing the problem I have to the opportunity I have? Okay.
3: I have the opportunity <laughs> of overwhelm. Uh, mm-hmm. And a lot of it started with pandemic. Mm. And I will say this, and, and that word opportunity is actually awesome because we created a brand new
0: business. With pandemic, amen, amen.
3: Okay. okay, okay. Yeah. So, I literally saved our business, and we created an online business during
0: Great. that time. Great.
3: Um. So now we have a online membership and a brick and mortar.
0: Amazing. Amazing. Yeah.
3: yeah. So we have a online class, uh, portion of the business, and we have physical classes, um, and. It is really hard to keep all of those things
0: up and running. <laughs> oh, Susanna. <laughs> okay. All
3: the things.
0: <laughs> so, what is the question? Yes. So, I know you and I are on the same page because I want to yes. just jump right in, but this is me trying to yes. hold myself back. Okay.
3: So, I have four social media handles, and because I have the brick and mortar and I have the Susanna Zocco. Okay. And um, we have not huge, but they've done remarkably well as far as engagement and um, how the business has grown. Um, I do really well at um, my personal, and I don't know how to focus on both. That's what it all boils down to. Okay.
0: Okay. So first and foremost, the thing that just comes up for me, and I did not say Mm -hmm. this, I don't know who did, but it's worth repeating that overwhelm is the abundance that we have asked for. Okay. And every day I, it was really good. I wish I would have said it. I I, would have copyrighted, put it on a t-shirt. Um, but it's not mine. So Mm -hmm. I repeat that to myself because just like you trying to grow a business during a pandemic, I have never worked longer or more or harder than I am working right now. Yeah. The thing I say to myself again and again is that any business that can make it through 2020 is going to make it. It has, yeah. we have just been hit on all sides, but I think to myself, Dear God in heaven, we have not had to furlough anybody and we have not had to lay anybody off. I will fight, claw, stomp, shake, wave to keep it going. So I think to myself is the abundance, the abundance of not having to furlough or let anybody go. The abundance to serve our members really well and the abundance to iterate in a downturn economy. Hot dang. This is abundance. And if I don't see it as abundance, I'm going to run myself in whole. So yeah. once I repeat that to myself, I then have to get strategic. And that's where I want you to invite you into the process. You you're saying mm-hmm. that you're proud of the work that you're doing. It's doing well, but you're like, it is so much work to which I respond, girl, I get it. And I feel you. So if there is a way to balance the two, because you can't split yourself in half, number one suggestion would be, is there anybody else on your team who could help create content? And then if the answer is yes or no, an ancillary way would be, are there members of your gym online or at your physical location who might want to do a reel for you? If you repurpose it on the gym account and tag them, there are people who would want to create content as walking billboards of I went from feeling awful to feeling great. I went from size 14 to size eight. I went from busy mom who has no time for herself to putting myself forward. You have people in there who want to create content. Number one, just because they love you and they love the gym. But number two, if you have an account that's bigger than their social account, and then you're socially validating, not only are they creating the content for you, they're going to repurpose the content on their accounts. So it's like you're, you're saying, can you make me marketing content that you will then market for me as well? It's kind of just like empowering people to tell their story because like I've mentioned before, humans connect to other humans in social capacities. And yes, you've done a really great job, but people could look at you and let's just call it for what it is. Social media has a way of making everything look shiny, amazing, perfect all the time. And nobody can see you behind the scenes in the back after mopping a floor so that we have to keep everything fully clean in a gym, cleaning everything down every 22 minutes. And you're just like, (sighs) and nobody sees that. And so what they see on social is this shiny glimmery thing. And like, how does she do it all? Why not show other people who are doing the dang work? Not only will it give you more time, it also takes the light away from you, empowering other people that it then empowers them to market for you. Now, does all of this happen overnight? No. So what I'm going to be very clear in saying is you're going to have to do the double hustle for a minute. That's just facts. So I'm not going to spit it any other way, but if you sit down and if you give yourself 30 minutes of who can help me plan my content on my team, or can I hire a virtual assistant and you can hire a virtual assistant for four to five hours a week and a virtual assistant getting paid 10 to $12 an hour. And as long as you're saying you're getting paid five hours a week. This is what I need to get done. That's a blessing to them. It's a blessing to you because your time is worth more than the $12 it takes for you to organize your content. Then you're going to sit down and lay out the strategy of how are you going to source content from your gym? You're going to hand select a few, what I call the queen bees. The queen bees, they might, ha- they might not be the prettiest, the skinniest, or the richest, but man, they're like energy. Like they, they bring energy and light in and through them. And then when people see, oh, that's what she's doing. I want to do the same thing. You're going to hand select the queen bees and you're going to say, can you make me a post? Can you make me a reel? Can you make me an IGTV? Can you make me a story? Can you make me anything? Because I want to repurpose you. You've done such a great job. You elevate them and then you have them create, you get it, and then you give it to your virtual assistant and say, I have three stories this week. Parse them out. I have one reel. Parse it out. I have this, this, and this. And all of a sudden you have to create this system to leverage the system that takes time. But I'm telling you, when you build the system, it scales on itself for years to come.
3: Yeah. No, I know that I have to do it, especially like I've never had to do videos before. And now I have to do filming and editing and teach 10 to 12 fitness classes on top of that. And, you know, just all these things that I've, I never had to do those before. And now we're running two separate businesses, but we have a completely different revenue stream that we never would
0: have had without a pandemic. That's right. It happened for you. And so it like your life and God and the universe is calling you to say everything you wanted. Susanna, you said you wanted growth. You said you wanted more revenue. You said you wanted to build your brand. Now it's time to step up. Will you? And what I hear you say is yes. So if you say I'm ready to step up and if you want to step into everything that has been given to you, then you just got to do the work for a little bit. And the work is not in perpetual. I can't preach that it's the work in building the system and then the system is taken over by somebody else. That's the process that I'm in right now. And I encourage you to do the same. Okay. So, you know, in social care, they're all about taking action. So what are you going to do now? We're not going to sit here and act all big and mighty. I don't care. I don't care if it's small because micro steps bring the change. So what are you going to do in the next 30 days to help build a system to scale? Yeah.
3: Um, I already was working on this before I even got on the call. I called the videographer today. (laughs) Boom. There you go. And yeah. And he is meeting with me next week so that
0: I don't have to edit these videos myself. Amen. Okay. Because that's too much work for me. Great. So in one month, can we safely assume that that videographer will produce how many videos in a month? Uh, I'm planning on 30 videos for him to do. Dang girl. And how long was it taking? How long was it taking you to edit a video? Oh Lord. Give Uh, me a good estimate an hour. So you, okay. And so I'm not going to talk numbers about what he's going to propose to you, but he is going to be saving you 30 hours of your time. And let's just say, let's just say you pay yourself $500 an hour. Mm As long as you don't pay him $15,000, you're going to be on the upside. I can promise you. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. We're just doing some we're just doing some basic math here. We know. That's right. We That's know right. Paying ourselves. Come That's come right. Out. Exactly. But as, yeah. as long as you're actually putting a money figure to the amount of time that you're not spending on that, then it helps you feel like, what am I doing is the right decision? No, no, no. That time, those 30 hours, you're going to do something else. You're going to bring in more revenue generator. You are a conduit for the income and then you distribute it. Yes and amen. Yes. I just, yes. And amen to myself. I mean, come on yes, now. Yes. I got to get it together. I mean, I come on, that's, that's not, But that's still, that's still not right. That's still not right. Okay. Susanna, how do people find you and your awesomeness in your online training and, and your, and your physical location? Give us the goods. Yeah.
3: Uh, so I live in London, Kentucky. So that's our physical location. Um, you can find us at Elevate Fitness Kentucky if you want to come and see all of our goodness online. And then you can find me at Susanna underscore Zocco. and that is with a Z like zebra. Um, and then if you want to find um, I, I have so many profiles, Lord, I'm everywhere. If you want to go and find um, me on Facebook, uh, you can find Elevate Fitness Studio. Yo, I'm everywhere. There's no place that you go on the universe. You're not going to find me.
0: <laughs> I love as yeah. you should. See, you're making you're making this social curator proud. You're like, I am everywhere on the social interweb. Uh, yes, you are. Can I
3: give a little plug for social curator real quick?
0: I'm not going to stop you.
3: Okay. So I just want to say I've been in for a while uh, and I, I gave a lot of excuses for why I, you know, haven't been in it, like doing all the work. And then for the last months, maybe not even a month, maybe three weeks, I started doing the work, like hardcore. And I just want to say what it has done for my business and mm-hmm. the things that I've seen. So, and, and maybe it's just God giving me like a compound effect. So I want to say what and where I'm at right now, what has happened in the last few weeks. So uh, my business got best of the best, which is insane um, for our fitness studio Obviously I got on this podcast, which is awesome, but and that's separate. Um, which you're my Shiro, by the way. And my social media accounts have grown huge in numbers in the last like a few hundred by following your strategies, by just listening to you and doing what you tell us to do. Um <laughs> you know, doing the hashtag strategy and doing exactly what you tell us instead of making excuses. I got shout outs by huge accounts with hundreds of followers, hundreds of followers, just by actually listening and doing what you tell us to do instead of saying, I don't have time. Y'all, we make time for Netflix. Get off your stinking Netflix.
0: I'm okay. not gonna stop you, girl. I'm gonna a yes and amen you. I'm a okay. yes and amen you.
3: I got a Fabletics affiliate account today. They reached out to me. I am now in Miss Fitness, Miss Health and Fitness competition, which is a worldwide competition, and I am number one in my category. That's amazing. And if I win this. I take home $20,000 and the cover of a magazine that is international, you all. And, and a lot of this is just following basic principles and listening to what she tells you to do. And it's not pretty and it's messy. And some of it's annoying because it gets you of <laughs> your comfort zone. And sometimes she makes you mad. Okay. <laughs> but do the work. mm. And get up early and stay up late. And last night I, I was so late going to bed, I don't remember falling asleep. Mm. But do it because you won't regret it. Mm. And, and that's all I have to say is it'll change your life. Thank you. And that'll probably be cut from the pod- podcast, but <laughs> that's okay. I just want you to know
0: Thank you. you changed my life. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. I've feel like,, uh, you know you those little gangster tears. It's a gangster tear if your eyes water, but they don't fall. So I'm like, mm. <laughs> a little gangster tear right here. Um, I want to say thank you for that. It's like, you are the reason why I wake up early and why I go to bed. It's those flickers of cognizance of it works. Am I willing to do the work?" So thank you a thousand times over. I appreciate you. I see you. And I don't think this is going to be cut from the podcast. If it is, well, I'm going to cut this clip and use it on my website. Okay. <laughs> thank, you, well, thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And good luck. Um And I saw your post in the group. Like I, or it was like, um, you, I mentioned, I, I didn't, I didn't put two and two together, but I had seen yeah. you know, like the, the goodness that's coming your way and you being nominated best of the best. So can you please keep us posted? Like shoot me a DM about the competition. Absolutely. Like I need to know. So I'm buying coffee. I'm buying a book and I'm buying a fitness magazine. This is what happens. I lose money coming here.
3: They go down to top 10 in
0: competition. <gasps> and
3: like, it's insane. Like I don't even, and I don't know who nominated me.
0: Who cares? Don't question, don't question miracles. We just want to know. Okay, so you're gonna DM me and you're gonna let me know. And here's the thing even if yes. even if or if not you make the top 10, you're here. Like it's all yo, exactly. I I talk about breadcrumbs. Breadcrumbs yeah. are guiding you. This is just a sign, like Susanna, let's go. It's happening. Let's yeah, go.
3: Every single day I wake up and God does another
0: That's right. Prayer. That's right. I'm telling you, it's guidance. It's divine guidance. Congratulations. I'm serious though. Like DM me. I want to know. I like, I like that. I like the, I like in Spanish, it's called chisme, which is like gossip. Like, I like that. So that's the Spanish Um, word today. Chisme. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Sounds good. Thank you, babe. Thank Thank you. you, Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Bye.
4: hola my name is Stephen de cuba i am a wedding and branding photographer based in the netherlands and i am so happy to be here thank you thank you justin for this opportunity i've been following you for my whole life i would say Sorry, <laughs> <I started laughs> all when uh you were doing your photography business a creative life i saw all the live mm-hmm. sessions and that's where i met you and here we are uh right here on your podcast which is also a circle moment for me because when i started my own podcast my podcast with which i started three months ago i wanted to have you or at least do the, what we're doing right now so this- oh my god yes so yeah 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 <laughs> so i'm so excited for that but um real quick um my, i i was born in aruba raised there and uh, four years uh, um in 2016 i moved to the netherlands to pursue my business degree uh, in in 2012 i discovered my passion for photography so i dive in deeper into photography But now COVID hit, so here Mm. I am with one big of a problem, or here we go, a big of an opportunity for me to uh, grow, for me to uh, learn something, for me to make more mistakes and learn from those mistakes. So the reason why I am here is because, yeah, uh, COVID uh, gave me the opportunity to uh, pivot a little bit in my business. And I'm transitioning a little bit. I'm pivoting a little bit into education. Of course, I want to stay into the wedding photography and branding photography, which I'm doing as well, because I love it. No one is going to take that photography um, passion from me. So I want to keep that as well. But of course, right now we are experiencing that we cannot be with people. So that is what happened in my business. I lost like 95% of all of my gigs for 2020. So Mm. having said that, I am um, pivoting into education and one of the things that I've been noticing that is one of my limiting belief is that, uh, uh, I, as I was, I think it's some. As I'm talking, I, I can I can hear myself saying it. That I grew up in from in a place in Aruba in a small town where entrepreneurship wasn't a thing. I didn't know any entrepreneurs. My parents didn't know any entrepreneurs. Having a business isn't a thing. Wasn't a thing for me until I just started on my own and figured all all these things, thanks to you, thanks to YouTube, thanks to all my all-nighters that I pull. So my question to you right now is that how, as I've seen you do all of what you've been doing for all these couple of years, what has been your biggest mindset shift around the money that you had to overcome as you grew your business?
0: There was a couple. And it's so weird because I, sometimes I feel like I made a lot of head, I've made a lot of headway when it comes to talking about money. And then when I'm asked a question, I realize, Oh, skrr, I have not made headway in my family. Talking about money was just not really done because we just didn't have it. And so similar to you, I'd never known a business owner. I'd never, look, like, it just didn't occur to me. Um, the first mindset shift that I had was that I am a revenue generator. I had to tell myself that I knew how to generate revenue, even if at the time I didn't know how. The first thing that I had to say to myself was, "I am a revenue generator. I will find a way to make money." Mm-hmm. And I think that at this point in time, you've proven that to yourself because it's been months with of you realizing you lost ninety. Per, and actually, I'm not. I'm going to correct myself. I don't think you lost. There's been a shift or there's been a delay. I don't, I I really believe, I don't think you lost it. There's been a shift or delay in the income that you have anticipated. And yet we're chatting and you're sitting in a beautiful space and you have really cool glasses and you appear to be very well fed and you're not out on the street. And your first thought isn't, Oh my gosh, my business is under your first thought is I'm going to pivot. That is a clear indication that deep in your subconscious, you believe you're a revenue generator. But if it's a subconscious thought that you're not articulating verbally, your brain needs to hear what you're saying. So the minute I started saying I'm a revenue generator, it started lessening the fear I had around not having money. And every single time we've seen a shift and like, let's just lay it out as facts inside a social curator. We serve small business owners, period. Period. And who has the pandemic affected the most and at the highest proportion, small business owners, so as a result of our users being the most impacted, our business gets the most impacted and so you just like you i'm experiencing those feelings of what's going to happen. People are leaving because they can't afford, and we've offered you know furlough we have offered delaying payments, we all this stuff, but like your business isn't the same. And the thing that I say to myself is I'm a revenue generator and lo and behold, when you think that way, you start, your brain starts mapping to opportunities that you never saw before. So first mindset shift was to tell myself I'm a revenue generator. And then the second mindset shift, which is not as cool or sexy as glamorous is if I've done it before, I could do it again and I can do it in less the amount of time honestly Steven I don't ever want to go back to how JD and I were living when we first got married I don't but I'm gonna be real with you some of the best stinking memories we had a car we had health insurance we didn't go starving Sure. Maybe we didn't vacation as much. Maybe we didn't go out to eat as much. Maybe we didn't drive as nice of a car, but you want to know what we were fine. I did it. Then I could do it again. So whatever the world throws at you, you tell yourself, I did it once and I can do it again. And the third and final piece that I remind myself again and again is that more money doesn't mean happiness. And so the minute, like that mindset shift of what does it mean to have more if it does not have an impact? So I'm not going to give specific numbers, but I'm going to tell you that we're on trend to do X this year in our business. But in my mind, I had said, oh no, it's X plus another 400,000. That's what I had in my mind. And so JD had a conversation and said, "What?" is the difference of having that extra 400,000 and I couldn't think of a dang thing. I couldn't think of a dang thing. So first and foremost, I'm a revenue generator. Second, I've done it before and I could do it again in half the time. And lastly, money doesn't equal happiness. If we are not happy now, getting more money doesn't make us more happy. So to focus on those things that has become the biggest game changer in our business
4: huge 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 i love it i love it and you has been one of my biggest inspiration and also your own mentor james wetmore i also invested I in love education. him education i yes i'm one of his students right now so his mindset a mindset shift on all everything he's i'm learning i'm like in the last couple of months like exactly exploding but exactly what you're saying yeah is the attaching from that reason or that power we gave money. It's just Mm. money is a tool and we can use it in different many ways. Thank you for that. That
0: I love this. So are you creating content for photographers?
4: No, I am actually, um, I'm creating for, um, small business owners as well. Um, oh, good. Them build a personal brand on social media so that they can make their passion a profitable business as well. Just oh, Steven.
0: It. Okay. <laughs> how do people find, how do people find you in your future course that you're going to create on social media? How, where do we find you?
4: I'm actually launching my beta launch next Wednesday. So <gasps> that's what I'm doing right now. I'm going all in one Dang,
0: day. son. You ain't messing around. <laughs> okay. Good for I'm you.
4: Ninety nine. 90 days in. So, I'm just what I'm doing. But yeah, going to your question, you can find me at Stephen the Cuba everywhere. So, on Facebook, on Instagram, on on Google, Stephen the everywhere, Stephen the <laughs> Cuba. I like to keep it simple.
0: <laughs> oh my God, friend. Congratulations. I wish you all the best. And like always, I know that we connect in the DMs. Let me know how the beta is going. Let me know when you launch it publicly. I just want to root for you. I will remain and am one of your biggest fans. So, thank oh, you, friend. Thank you so much. Thank, really you. That. thank you. I appreciate you. <laughs> Let's be real. Weren't those curators amazing? One of the best parts of what I do is talking to hustlers like Macy, Hannah, Susanna, and Steven. Friend, on the Inside of Social Curator, the business owners I coached in this episode are learning how to be consistent on social media. If you're ready to join them, I have good news. I want to teach you how to plan, organize, and execute a month of social media posts in one day. Yes, this is a free one-hour masterclass where I will show you my exact steps to create social posts so you know exactly what to post, you have a clear social media plan, and can create a post within minutes. To register for the masterclass, go to jasminestar.com forward slash 30 days. And just for showing up live... Yes, by just showing up live, you're going to receive a free bonus with 20 hashtags for the top 20 industries to help jumpstart engagement on your account. Yo, I am here to support you. I can't wait to help breathe new life into your dreams. So I'll see you in the masterclass in a few weeks. And of course, I'll see you again on the Jasmine Star Show super soon.